It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. We roll on on a Wednesday. Get you over the hump Wednesday. Good conversations. Great game last night. Wasn't a great game for most of it. It turned into a great fourth quarter if you stayed up for it. Lakers and Nuggets went to the wire, and the Nuggets take game one behind a uh, historically great performance from Nikola Jokic, or Nikola Jokic. When, I think it was when he won his first MVP. They presented Jokic with the trophy or announced that he won it uh, on NBA TV or ESPN, and he was sitting in his hot tub. Like over in Serbia, wherever he lives. Yeah, he was in his hot tub. He's just a hes a farmer. He's a rancher. That dude's just a laid-back dude. A humble superstar, if there ever was one, is uh, Nikola Jokic, and he was unbelievable last night. But did go a little bit cold in the fourth quarter, and that allowed the Lakers to get back in the game. And, um, you know, it felt like that the Nuggets were trying to run the Lakers off out of the gym and, and deal with the really. altitude. But the, the Lakers ended up looking like the fresher team in the end. I just thought LeBron took a real bad shot with 45 seconds to go. I, I felt like the Lakers were going to potentially steal that game because it felt like the Nuggets were gripping a little bit. I like the, the Nuggets were kind of, you know, the pressure. They've never been to the finals. They're playing the Lakers. They controlled the game, and all of a sudden it was 129-126, and here comes LeBron up the floor. I just, you know, LeBron took a quick shot. Took a quick shot early in the. In the it was. Just, and he's not a three-point shooter at this point. I mean, whatever you do, drive and kick it back out to Austin Reeves, who's making everything, who's helping you this comeback, or get Anthony Davis involved, be the facilitator. I did not like that shot, and it turned out to me to be the biggest shot of the game because it didn't go in, and I, I guess I could sense LeBron's mood. Is that they could, he could kind of sense that the, the Nuggets were on their heels too, and he pulled up. And It wasn't like he wasn't open. No, it wasn't. It was, a, it was a long shot. It was a quick shot. It was just quick in the shot clock, and um, he was trying to keep the momentum and just keep the avalanche coming. And it just it bricked and brick shot, and um, they got the rebound. They being Denver, and then they had to foul. And um, by the way, I, there'll be some criticism of LeBron that that after they got the board and went back down and made some foul shots, then the Lakers came back down uh, down five, and I think they just made one of two, so it was a four point game. And LeBron kind of turned the ball over in the lane. Uh, he was in the lane with, and then he was trying to get it to Austin Reeves. And Jamal Murray kind of tipped it away from him, and the ball got you know picked up by Nikola Jokic by by one of the Denver players. I think it was Jokic, and LeBron just stand there and didn't foul him. I mean, let it get it up the floor, and there was still time on the clock. I think LeBron kind of sensed that that was it for the game that they were going to go down seven. Well, Either they, way, it was a spread. It was a push. Yeah, it was a push. It was a push, um, for sure. Because Ty it was uh, Nuggets minus six. Yeah, that's what I had it at. And you're feeling good when it was 21. <laughs> it was, but uh, Nuggets happy to. You're just happy it wasn't five. 
I know that. I'm just happy Jokic got that. I had the triple Jokic recording recording a triple double as well, so it was I won a little bit of money off of it, but he missed that free throw at the end that would have put it at 7, which was frustrating. Mm. All right, so that's been a top story. Victory won Banyama, obviously, now going to be a San Antonio Spurs. I mentioned on the way to the timeout just how close it came to be in the Houston Rockets who got that pick. Jonathan Fagan in the Houston Chronicle uh, has a story this morning. He was one of the media members in the, the lottery room when they did the, the actual lottery itself before their announcement. And he says, one digit on one final ping pong ball, a two instead of a one, and the Rockets would have had the first pick in the NBA draft, the right to choose French prodigy Victor mm. Wimbanyama. Um, instead, the one digit went the Spurs way, and the Spurs will now pick Victor Wimbanyama, which, uh, you know, the agony of Houston fans continues, right? Uh, Houston couldn't finish off the, uh, the Bryce Young pick. We'll see if C.J. Stroud turns into uh, a great player for them because they had to have the two pick with Lovey Smith and winning week 17. And now this one. Um, because Off both, by a digit. Because both teams were – well, again, I'm not really understanding the, uh, the exact way that they do this lottery, but um, he goes on to write, Jonathan Fagan, that there was a coin flip done the day before which determined the, the, the however, the di- however it was going to play out. The Rockets won the coin flip. If they had lost that coin flip the day before – they would have that. They also would have gotten because the, the digits would have fallen their way, not the Spurs' way. I don't again. I don't pretend to know how it all worked out, but he says that if they had lost the coin flip, they would have gotten win by Emma. So that close. Instead, it's the Spurs. So Houston doesn't get him. They don't even get a top three pick. They get four, and now their I ten rivals in their own division will be uh, featuring the, uh, the young prodigy and the Mavericks. Also had a 3% chance to get up there, but that didn't happen. They ended up at 10, which they were fortunate to keep that pick. And uh, they'll also have to deal with Wenbanyama, which makes basketball fun in Texas, right? I mean, Absolutely. Because both Houston and, and uh, San Antonio have been tanking to get to this point, to try to draft this player. And at least one of them got I went into the Spurs thing thinking. Not a tank. I, I was just thinking it was uh, just, just not Detroit. Just not Detroit. Because, you know, I would have been happy as a Rockets fan, but I am, I'm happy as someone who does radio in Austin, Texas. You know, but I think the Spurs would be considered Austin's team more than any other NBA team, and uh, they we get to watch this young guy grow into what he's going to be. Sounds like a lot of fun. He sounds like a hell of a player. So, looking forward. I would have liked to see him in Portland. I feel like that would have been the most in- immediate, you know, fun to Portland? watch. Portland with Dame. Give Dame give Dame a a chance. You know, I, look, I love it for the for the Spurs, and I love it for Central Texas and San Antonio, and I love it that he's going there. Where good for them. He's already got familiar faces with Tony Parker. And, you know, he's you know, Greg Popovich has been here, done that, you know, developing a big guy with a lot of talent with Tim Duncan and what they remember when they did with Kawhi Leonard and developed Kawhi from a oh, yeah. guy that couldn't play much offense into a, a unbelievable two-way player when he's healthy now. But, um, you know, they have a track record of getting the, the developing players to their to their highest ceiling. And by all accounts, if this kid reaches that ceiling, watch out because he is as dynamic as they come. Maybe I mean I, the the way it's been said and written, folks who have seen this guy play and develop from when he's 15 years old, if he does reach his ceiling and, and injuries don't derail him or whatever, he this might be a, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar type prospect, a once in a, you know, one of the best ever, uh, as far as transforming a team in a league and because he's he's a two-way player, Buck. He's both ends of the floor. He's already a, a an. Well, he's really a, aggressive defensively I mean, more seven, than I thought he would be for a guy that's not doesn't weigh that much. I mean, long arms with with. I mean, this, this wingspan on a 7-4 player. There's something about him that he takes that pride in playing that defense, too, that you're not getting off anything here. Which is why I think it's play. 
I mean, and it's great for him to to go to San Antonio where Tim Duncan. I mean, that was what made him so great. He a he was just so darn reliable uh, every night in night out. But he was a two way player. I mean, he was how many time all league all defense mm-hmm. all defense all t- you know defensive player of the year many times and but also delivered you know twenty and ten every night on the other end of the floor. Now Wembanyama is a different type of offensive player than the big fundamental. I mean, you know Tim Duncan was you know. The, the low post moves, but if he Bank picks shot up, heaven. but if this dude works with Tim Duncan and picks up some low post moves from the, oh, yeah. from the, the big fundamental, and then brings this face up game that he's got, where he's a smooth shooter from three, this is the kind of stuff. This is what we're talking about. I mean, you watch what 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 uh, Jokic was doing last night. You have a big that is that skilled, but also can be, impact the game defensively. Where, where Jokic, Jokic is kind of a liability on defense, this dude can be, you know, the best player on the floor on both ends. Both ends. That's rare, and that's uh, that's Tim Duncan. Yeah, I mean, I like the way he he is pretty polished as an outside jump shooter, and right into your face, and you get right over the top of you pretty quickly. Also, we told you Bijan Robinson signed his first deal in Atlanta. Not a surprise; those are slotted deals, but it's now official. Our man Bijan is under contract. Remember what Bijan said when he was asked the question, "What's the first thing you're going to buy when you sign your first contract?" He said he's he's be able to pay his tithes. Oh yeah. Been able to 10%. Pay his 10% to the Catholic Church. But whatever his parish is, you think they're lobbying for him in, in Atlanta yeah, that 10% to join their parish? The deal. <laughs> well, that's if you're a Catholic devoted and you you commit to tithing, yeah, 10% of your income, when it already goes a lot to the government, but uh, then 10% goes to the Catholic Church. And that's what that was his answer when Bijan was asked by the Atlanta media, what, what are you most excited to be able to, to purchase? Well, he's got some 10% to give. That's for enough sure. for me. What? Ever doing that? <laughs> that's he's he's a devout Catholic, and uh, that's where he's planning to uh, believe that 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 investment to help Catholic him. charities. Sure. Well, with the parish and the church, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to help the kids here in Texas and get gambling legal. Oh, I know you. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you're I know exactly the other way. what you're doing. You're, you're working on education. Hey, uh, real quick, because we got uh, Nick Shuley coming in here, bottom of the hour. But look who was in as a guest this morning on the Coke FM show with really? Bob Cole and, and Eric Rains. And now he's wandered on down here to our studio. The one and only Bob Cole. I heard him with Mike Harge on the Hardball show yesterday. He is uh, our man, Mark Henry. What's up, Marco? I'm doing good, man. Glad You're I everywhere. can grace the, the stage, standing across from greatness. The great Buckhead. Come on, coach. How, How you, you feeling? doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. How about you? You blessed? I am. Always. Truly blessed. Yes, highly you favorite. Are. I got to tell you that uh, we were down. Mark Mark was joined us, our pregame coverage of the Texas spring game, Buck. All those youngsters? Joined, yeah, and this, this group of, uh, what was it, like flag football players or flag no, football? No, those basketball. were the UT recruits. Oh, the, that what that was? Well, they were all wearing uniforms. They were wearing something. I don't know. They were doing something uh, competitively. And they all walked by and saw you and about 20 kids turned and like, <gasps> Look at that! There's Mark Henry. Like we had to stop the show. You had to take taking pictures. That that never gets old. I would have to imagine. It, it never gets old. I mean, I work for that. You know, there's people that run from it. That they feel like they're such a big star that they gotta, you know, play the give me my space. Where's gotta my give, security? Gotta back. I, I'm not that dude. I, I I embrace it. I worked hard to get that attention. There you go. <laughs> and you did. Well, one time the world's strongest man, of course, a, a wrestling Hall of Famer. And you've got a lot going on. You've got a big lift coming. You've got an event. This is at the big Mo- week. Big week for you. Uh, tell us about what's happening. I think, is it tonight at the Moody Center? Tonight at the Moody Center. Uh, still some tickets available. We just went on, and there were a couple of sets of, of uh, ringside top first three rows tickets. 
Um, looking forward to people coming out and joining one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting brand of wrestling in the world. I mean, we're on, on TBS and TNT uh, primetime, and, and I play a, a good role. Right. How's your podcast going, buddy? Number one on Sirius XM. Still got it going, huh? Still going on. We we doing it good. We doing it big, but I'm trying to I'm trying to make Austin proud, man. You're doing just You're that. Doing that. You've been doing that. Uh, so for folks who you, you, there are tickets available for tonight's event, how can folks get to them if they want to make make the make the decision to be out there? Tonight? I, I think uh, AEW tickets. AEW tickets. Uh, also, um, you know, whatever the. the the ticket server here in Austin, you know, Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster, okay. you, you name it, Moody Center you, box office. Man, you can get those tickets. They, they, they. How long does they, 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 does the event last? Like I know on TV, it's like an hour long show, but how long does it last? Well, Rampage is an hour long show on Friday. That's you. You get two for one tonight okay. because we're actually going to record our Friday show tonight. Okay, so um, it'll be about. Three and a half hours. Wow! So you getting you getting your money's worth. How about your big lift? When is that, Mark? Is that that's Friday? Friday. That's Friday at six o'clock at the Van Zandt Hotel. Love uh, that place, man. We have we have done a good job, Coach, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing everybody show up. First class know, place, Van Zandt. First class. Um, my my favorite athlete uh, all tonight is Earl Campbell. Uh, will be there. Um, and a host of other Longhorns, Corey Redding, oh, T.J. Ford, uh, Michael Griffin. Oh, Michael want to take and in, be involved in the lifting himself because he'll let you know that dude's still strong, he man. Still looks strong. Brian sure. Poe, you talk oh, about that guys. I know. Like Brian is going to be there. Uh, man, Derek Johnson, the who's who of of Austin sports. Uh, you, Trey Thomas. Oh yeah, your, your boy Trey is going to be there. Like I'm. Man, congratulations to Trey. Like, he made the top 100 uh, restaurants uh, in Houston, man. And, uh, it, oh, he's a restaurant guy now? Yeah. Well, that's he, fantastic. He bought a, uh, the restaurant franchise. Smart guy, too. Catfish Smart Station. young man. Like, he's, he's, he's a good guy. I'm, I'm very proud of all of these guys. You know, Michael Griffin and, and Brian Arakpo with the Mimi's Cupcakes oh, yeah. out there on 620 and 71, man. Like, anybody that's trying to do better for themselves, Man, I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, and you know, taking transitioning from professional sports to something new and business owners. There's been so many of those here, including yourself, uh, with your own wrestling league, and now this, the big lift benefiting USA rest, weightlifting. How's that going to work on Saturday? You know what? We're we're going to give our flowers to um, all of the people that make the Olympic team. Like we wanted to raise money so that these athletes don't have to work the way that I had to work go to school, and train for five hours. It just didn't seem like there was enough time in the day. Yeah. Now you, you when you don't have to work, you can focus on your training, focus on school, and then do a lot of recovery because you have to ice pool. You got to stretch. You got to get acupuncture, acupressure. Um, and a, a lot of the athletes don't get to really truly recover. You know, so it's 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 a detriment to your advancement in your sport. So um, we man, wanna... you've been something else. I'll tell you what, you've been in the Special Olympics. And they, those kids, and I love them. I know Olympics you do. Kids. I know how much you love being and around I, them. As a matter of fact, the guy here in Austin reached out to me. 
I'm 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 coming, bro. I'm coming. You're going. You're going. Yeah, you're, I'm, I'm good. That is that awesome. is great. There's an event in San Antonio this weekend with the uh, the, the Special Olympics, uh, which is really cool. Uh, he is Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. It is uh, two events. You've got the uh, the event at the Van Zant Hotel downtown in, in uh, Rainy Street on Friday. Uh, an unforgettable evening. And, and tonight. Then, Tonight, the AEW, AEW All Elite Wrestling, going on three and a half hours. Is that the first? You know, I think there's been a, another wrestling event already at the Moody Center. I don't know. Is this the first yeah, one? Yeah, uh, WWE was there, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to go in there and we're going to christen the place. We're going we're gonna to knock all the cobwebs off. There you go. A little bit of everything at the Moody. Basketball, concerts, they've had rodeo bull riding going on, and now another big wrestling event. And the Big Lift, uh, which I think is a really cool event that you heard Mark talk about, benefiting the U.S. Weightlifting Foundation, uh, raising money with a, with a great night of cocktails and dinner and an auction, uh, raising money to support athletes who are already on the, the Olympic party. stage. And, and then please stay in touch with me about Special Olympics. I'd love to do that. I will. Man, now that I know. I mean, let's do it. All right, Mark. Mark Henry, all that uh, information I just gave you and Mark just talked about, you can find at our website, hornfm.com, if your interest was peaked. So check that out. Also, while you're over there, sign up with your PGA Championship picks. Uh, a lot going on at our website right now, and a lot going on in the life of Mark Henry. Uh, we appreciate him dropping in. How was it uh, with Bob Cole and those guys? That was fun. How's Bob doing? Man, Bob is, you know, the, <laughs> bat- the battle of deep voices. Yes. I, so I'm trying to do a sing-off, but he didn't want to sing. Oh, no. Don't let him sing. Don't let, let him sing? Don't just let him talk. <laughs> I love Bob, though. Of course. Are you going are you, are you to put your money on uh, Micah Parsons for NFL Defensive Player of the Year? Oh, my God, yes. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he gained, how do you gain 10 pounds of muscle and don't lose speed? There's a video of him on, on, uh, on the Internet running with the backs and receivers. Deuce Vaughn. With yeah. Deuce and beat him. Yeah, he's got that. That's he's true. got that real live quick twitch. Uh, that's crazy, Coach. Yeah, he does. He's like a big cat, man. He's like a yep. big cat out in the jungle that just he can. He's so he's big and tough, big and powerful now, but can run and run God, you down. Dude, that's amazing. That's pretty amazing. It scares me as he wants to be bigger. I'm like, man, really? You know, I don't know if with, with all of that speed and that explosive nature, I think that when you slow down, when you try to break, that's when you get hurt. Yeah, he, th- think he thinks he, of himself as a defensive end now. He He's almost dropped that linebacker moniker. He wants to be a defensive end now. I think he should stay 250 and mm-hmm. just be who he is. Yep. But I think running into all of these big 300-pound linemen, <laughs> he, wants to get he wants to get bigger and put some rocks in his pocket so he can uh, and, kind yeah. of deal with it. But I think it would be, it would be um, not beneficial for him. And he wants the paycheck of a defensive end, not a linebacker. Yes, he was. That's exactly <laughs> what he wants. Of it there you yeah. go. Now we got to the brass tacks. Yeah, it's about the bag of money. Hey, we'll come back. Uh, thank you, Mark. Appreciate you, my Thank friend. You, Best of so luck. HornFM.com for all of it. The wrestling is tonight at the Moody Center. The event is Friday night at the Van Zant, and it's all there at HornFM.com. We're coming right back. Empty promises I've given. Appreciate Mark Henry jumping in, and uh, he's still hanging out with us. And we also have another guest in the, the, the crowded now studio, but never too crowded. Plenty of chairs. It's live music update time with our buddy Nick Shuley. He is the uh, current president of the Austin Music Movement, doing all things for the live music capital of the world, also helping with the NIL. That is a great new track off of an album that's forthcoming from Turnpike Troubadours. They're coming back. They've been gone for a couple of years, and that's the uh, the first song that they've released uh, mean old son, and good to see Turnpike back in. That is a 
That's a banger, mm, as the kids I, will say. I'm so excited that, that nice. Evan's back making making music. He he's my favorite songwriter out of all the kind of that scene. I don't he's, disagree he's with you. Uh, Evan Felker, uh, Felker, uh, and tremendous, and or Ethan, is it Ethan or Evan? Evan. Evan. Yeah. Uh, he had his, you know, Bucky had his run-in with Miranda Lambert, apparently that uh, derailed him. <laughs> guy married. Miranda Lambert is a guy. Is a kind of rough. She's one. a grease fire. I mean, oh she, yeah. She he causes did Lori, problems. He did Lori dirty. Well, yeah, he was exactly you know, one of their great songs. Good little. Yeah, good Lord, he, he Lori. was married and um, meets Miranda Lambert and. Um, Gets divorced. They had some rock fights, I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, there's there some there's some great stories behind that. I, I've heard. <laughs> yeah, that that that. Well, Miranda, you know, broke up their relationship. Then she broke up with him, which broke his heart. And then he went to drinking and fell off the the, the map. Then went spiraling down. And then, uh, but now they're back and they have a new album coming out and it sounds great. And uh, his he and his wife are back together, and they're expecting a child now. So you know, come through the rocky times and uh, have come. Come out good. I can't wait for that whole album to come out because they are. And we've had they they headline Coke Fest uh, one or two of the years that we've done that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the best live shows you'll ever see when Turnpike gets it cranking up. They're incredible. They are tremendous. And uh, Evan Felker uh, back on the big scene with Turnpike Troubadours. They're not in town this weekend, unfortunately, but uh, we do have some live music, um, including a guy that uh, has also had his drama off. <laughs> off the off the concert stage, some, some more country music drama. Country music drama. How are you, my friend? Everything good with the, in the world of Nick Shuley? It is it is great. I can't complain too much. And uh, you said you know you sent your notes over, and uh, you know not not a lot of nil news because the UT students are all they're off, they're done, school's out. Yeah, they'll they'll be back in a, I think in a week and a half or so. I think they get back for the start of June, so they're it'll start ramping up. A or lot go more see then. mom and then come back. Yep. Right yep. back. Yeah, this is where you hope good decisions are being made for the month of May. Yes. I'll come back after Memorial Day, and uh, it's back at it. Now, by the way, coming up in uh, on Light the Tower, Jeff Howe will be in, and he was down in Houston yesterday with the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the Texas fight tour event they had You're down still in Houston. Going? Yeah, well, they did they wow. did uh, San Antonio, Dallas, and Fort Worth last week, and they did Houston last night. So, And Jeff was there, so we'll have the, uh, the highlights from Rodney Terry and uh, – Steve Sarkeesian and what they had to say to get the crowd fired up down in Houston. That'll be coming up top of the hour. Also, we had a big moment last week on the social media buck. Tom Gimble, who used to sit <laughs> in this chair and do the live music update, officially passed the torch on Instagram to Nick. And oh, you, did guys, he? you guys bonded. Yeah, it's, it's official. Yeah, I, I probably should have texted him when this happened, but uh, we I unfortunately didn't, so uh, we did it over social he's media. He's too busy making that New York money. Yeah, yeah he's up in New York now doing a good thing, and he's he saw the that note. And if you missed it when Nick first joined us, Nick is sitting here because he heard Tom's final show when Tom was you know leaving Austin City Limits television show, and you were listening to it and heard he was leaving, and you texted me and said, hey, Sign me up. Put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was driving to San Antonio and pulled off and, and uh, sent, sent that text. Yeah, there we go. So now here you are. And uh, uh, as you told me when we first met about it, that uh, you've known Tom a long time. And uh, uh, everybody in the music industry knows you and knows Tom Gimble. All right, so what are we doing for live music this weekend? Um, saw some great – I went up to a Jason Isbell show last week, last Saturday night. I know you went to the Thursday show with Ian the 400 unit. So that was some good music and a recommended show last week. Uh, what are we doing this week with uh, the live music? Uh, we got we got ten good ones. It's actually it's really kind of we, we talked about how how much things are ramping up at the outdoor shows, but the the Moody Amphitheater has a bunch of good stuff coming. Stubbs, everything's gonna start packing out because all the bands are on tour. Oh, you almost had me close to going to see Keith Sweat. Uh, I, I wish you would have. I, I mean, wanted to hear a report oh, about that man. show. But Mother's Day was a tough one to to jump away for. But uh, I, I have a feeling that one. Ha- there's some there's some good stories oh. from that. 
Oh, yeah, on Mother's Day. Yeah, by the way, if you ever go to a show that we recommend or Nick recommends or that you just went to and you want to, I mean, this would be your time to text us and give us a review of the show. Yeah, because, please tell uh, me I'm right or wrong or, or if I missed something. And we are going to give a couple of spots at that uh, Saxon Pub show on Monday with Bob Schneider and Lonely Land coming up. But uh, what else do we have? What are our top 10 shows that you would recommend this and week? N- number 10, I got this. It's this small local band. They're they're really up and coming. I like I really like what they do, but also they're playing Hotel Vegas. And it's one of those venues that I don't think a lot of people have been to. And it's on the east side. And it's a great spot that if you haven't had a chance to go over there, the east side has kind of become the new going out spot from what I understand. I'm old, so this is just all, you know, hearsay. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess it shifted from, you know, rainy and west now to everybody goes east. So you got to wait to get into all the bars, all the dive bars that I used to go to. But, uh, but yeah, Hotel Vegas is one of those kind of over there on that on that main little strip. And they, they get some great concerts. And Slow Mo Drags is the name of the band. And they are, they're this cool little kind of indie, indie rock band from Austin. Slow Mo Drags. I love it. Yeah, they, cool they, they do a residency there, and, and that's, a, that's I believe, every Tuesday, but it's this coming Tuesday, the 23rd. Very cool. And that's number 10. Number nine is at Stubbs, also uh, other side of the freeway. Yeah, this, so this is Larry June. For all you hip-hop fans out there, if you haven't heard Larry, he is selling out shows rapidly. That one will sell out at Stubbs, and uh, the good folks at Scoremore have been doing his tour, and he's been selling out everywhere. It's got kind of this, for fans, a... Uh, you know Kendrick's in Schoolboy, like uh, the, those that type of hip hop. But then he moved to Atlanta, so he's got this little bit of Outcast flavor in there that I really like. Cool, uh, Larry June at Stubbs. That is uh, on. What are you doing there? Monday, Monday night. Monday the twenty second. Monday night of next week. Uh, going down to Green Hall for pick number eight. Yeah, I, I like to I like to try to send y'all out to Green Hall for the good ones. This one we're we're spoiled with with seeing James McMurtry in Austin because he plays at the the Continental and the Gallery all the time and. Uh, but he's doing Green Hall on the 19th on Friday, and those those shows are fun. I know we talked about that. They're worth going out to, kind of spending a little time in New Braunfels and checking that out. Yeah, that's a good uh, weekend trip uh, for the good. Uh, they always have book a great uh, great sets. I, you got to get ahead of the Green Hall thing though, because they can Absolutely. sell out right there. I, every time I try to go buy tickets, <laughs> they're already sold out. I yep. need to, I need to get better about getting on it. You know what's always cool about Green Hall? Like on a beautiful Sunday, if you go down to and have lunch in Green or go to Grist Miller or wherever. They always have live music, and it's usually free in the afternoon between like noon and five or six o'clock, and you get to sit out there on the picnic tables and drink some cold ones and uh, listen to you know just cool music, uh, do some dancing. Of course, they'll have a, an act that night, but uh, afternoons on a Sunday, good place to be. It's Green, Texas. Yeah, it's a good party. Uh, all right. Uh, also, number seven on the list uh, coming up on that looks like Saturday the seventeenth. Uh, yeah, seventeenth. Uh, well, tonight, right? Tonight, yeah, tonight. Yeah, I got so, my we, calendar out. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had a bright tonight on there, so I didn't say Wednesday. But uh, yeah, the Fruit Bats are playing, which is a singer songwriter from Chicago. It's kind of folky indie music. Uh, if you're Death Cab for Cutie fan or somebody like that, they're playing at the Mohawk, which is one of my favorite spots in Austin. Mohawk. Uh, uh, also on Saturday night, ACL Live. Uh, yeah, the oh Sunday night I think right twenty first. My, my dates are my <laughs> dates are screwed or yours are. It's all good. Yeah, the the twenty first we've got we got a couple of the a couple older bands for for folks that were big uh you know eighties nineties music fans. They might be giants are doing ACL live, uh, and they'll be, they'll be doing a, a bunch of their hits. And then at number five, this one's a cool one for for if do you guys remember the Violent Femmes? Yeah, eighties. Yeah, they had, they had a big hit. They're doing their their self-titled album. I think it was from early 80s. It was like 82 or 83. They're playing it front to back. That one sold out. They're doing that at, at Stubbs on the 18th, so Thursday. Violent Femmes. Well, The Cure was at Moody Center on uh, 
on Sunday nights, and I just remember in the '80s, the the Violent Femmes, Depeche Mode, and the Cure were all in that kind of that realm. They ran it. They ran. So it. they didn't play any music like front to back when you were at that the uh, the pool there. Come the on, pool with the party. gay pool party. No, <laughs> they, they were playing music. They, they were, playing, were playing music. That band, that particular band, was not playing that day. It was not the Violent Femmes. Okay. There was some other violence happening. Yes, uh, that was years ago. Years ago. But yeah, Violent Femmes. Through <laughs> <So laughs> that accident. That is uh, tomorrow night. Uh, uh, yeah, tomorrow. And then uh, on uh, on Saturday, this uh, this is for uh, the fans of kind of pop music, but uh, if you, the Moody Amphitheater has uh, Quinn ninety two in Arizona, which is just super catchy, a little dancier kind of pop, got a little bit of hip hop flavor, but it'll be a nice outdoor show and hopefully not too hot. And uh, I think it, I think that'll be worth worth headed to. Quinn ninety two in Arizona, three on the list. Here's the one we were talking about that maybe he's had some off stage drama. In his life, kind of like the uh, Turnpike Troubadours lead singer and Miranda Lambert. Yeah, Rustin Kelly was playing Stubbs on Saturday the 20th. And, uh, yeah, Aaron and I were talking about, I, I believe he and uh, Casey Musgraves were together for a while. Yep. We were wondering if they were still together. And then we found an article that said all the reasons they're divorced. So <laughs> all we'll, the we'll, reasons. I'm going to research that later. I'm well, just... Casey Musgraves, kind of like Miranda Lambert, East Texas girl. <laughs> Little, little rough around the edges at times. Probably has a good time. I like it. I have like thrown it. down in bars before. Oh yeah, yeah. she she spent a while in Austin. Casey Musgraves. Oh, like, yeah. she, she, I forget. She worked the. She was the uh, front desk person for one. Of, it was like a label or something here for a long time. Really? Yeah. She, she has some some Austin history there. That's good stuff there. So that's uh, Rustin Kelly, formerly married to Casey Musgraves. That's number three. <laughs> Uh, a little hard rock for uh, number two on the list. Yeah, th- these these last two are both tonight. Uh, Coheed and Cambria's playing, so that's if if you were ever a Rush fan, this is uh, th- this is your band to go see of the kind of newer newer wave of it. They're a little more, a little harder, but it's uh, it it will be an epic show. He's got an incredible voice, and they, it's it's almost like a uh, they have comic books based on their albums, all this kind of stuff. So it's got all this Rush kind of prog rock thing going on. It's cool. really cool. That'll be at Stubbs. And then number one on your top ten for this week from this uh, tonight all the way to next Tuesday? Yeah, I, I got sent this uh, last year by a friend of mine, and, and he said that you have to go out and see this band. And so I, I definitely want to go check this out. They're called the Backseat Lovers. They're playing at the Moody Amphitheater. It's got more of a it's – a, it's kind of a Brit rock feel. I think they're a Utah band. But that one, uh, I, I'm going to definitely try to get out and see that. And uh, if, if you get out there, let me know how it is, too. And I still haven't been to a show at that new Moody Amphitheater because we have the Moody Center, we have the Moody Theater, and we have the Moody Amphitheater. Yeah, it's the amphitheater's special. It's a nice, it, it's just this, especially when the weather's good, you could get the downtown view. It, it just feels, it feels it's like nice awesome. at night, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's gorgeous. And it's, it's uh, that was, what was that, Republic Park? Yeah, Water, Water, Republic Park. Waterloo right? Park. Waterloo Park. Park. Yeah. yeah. It, I'd seen shows there back in the day, but they really did it nice and, and have done such a great job with that project. We always have to remind you on our live music update with Nick that uh, if you get in an Uber, Make sure you say the right Moody. Oh, yeah. for sure. Because <laughs> you can end up in the wrong place really quick uh, if, you're, if you're not careful. But uh, that, that's a, the roadmap to the live music update with Nick. Somebody said, don't forget, Friday afternoon uh, in Kyle. They're having Kyle Fest <laughs> with Braxton Keith, John Wolf, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow, by the way. That's a wonderful cover band there. Awesome. Special guest, Alyssa Page. And that's the then their their effort to break the world record book of the Kyles uh, the, of the, Kyles the largest, that, was that this weekend I think or, it's coming or is up. it coming up I think it's coming up this weekend the largest gathering of Kyles <laughs> in the city of Kyle for the Guinness Book of Records so anybody you know whose name is Kyle you might want to send that send note. my son down there <laughs> you have a son Kyle he needs to be there you just send him down there. <laughs>
I'm telling you, I, that, I I've seen that Broken Arrow band. That that band is really good. Uh, that's a, they do. And John Wolf, we know him. Have worked with him before. Braxton Keith, so that's cool. Thanks for the notes. Always appreciate your contributions on the Specs text line. Shows you're going to be seeing that maybe we didn't mention, or shows that you've been to that we did mention that you uh, can give us a review on those. And uh, Nick also always brings some spots. Uh, we'll add to this as we grow this on a Wednesday and keep doing more. But uh, the opportunity to see some live music. Uh, our friends over at the Saxon Pub have given us a couple of spots for the show. The Bob Schneider Residency. By the way, I stumbled onto Bob Schneider's Instagram page. He's doing some typical fun Bob Schneider stuff. I, I haven't ventured over there. What's he? Uh, what's he doing? <laughs> you, know, you know, Bob's kind of a comedian himself, and oh, yeah. you know, he you know sings a little bit, and uh, it's it's his Bob Schneider. Yeah, being hokey, cool Bob Schneider, as you would imagine, and that's kind of what the Lonely Land set is on Monday nights at Saxon Pub. It's very intimate. If you've ever been in the Saxon Pub, you know that it's a very pretty small place. He will talk you through some stuff. Yeah, yeah. and he'll make you laugh, and uh, he'll he'll cut through you a little bit too. And he's a he's a great uh, he's almost like a I think I think Bob Schneider's mom was like an English teacher or something. Really, he he's an amazing artist. Yes. I don't know if you've seen like a, they they have some a, a, a few of his in the South Congress right. Hotel and some of those and he's really really good. Oh yeah, no, we, we did a show. Remember, like we did it down at Idea City at mm-hmm. GSD and M, and a bunch of Bob Schneider's art was in the fo- main foyer there. Right yeah, I had of, no idea. Yeah, he's tremendous. All right, that's uh, two spots at Saxon Pub. Uh, yeah, yeah, two, two one spots. one list spots of two two tickets. There you go. That's for you there. There. Uh, so one you, winner. One, one winner, winner correct? With two, with you and a guest <laughs> at Saxon Pub <laughs> on Monday night. The lines like, are open. Lines are open. Four four seven three seven seven six. Ty will decide who gets the, the prize. So thank you to Nick. Good to see you, my friend. Good to uh, see you all. Mark, Henry, Mark, good to see you, you as well. And uh, get out to the AEW event tonight at Moody Center. It's uh, all elite wrestling for three and a half hours at Moody Center tonight. Uh, we'll come right back here on Beanie. It's Bucky and Aaron. There you go, Ty. A little back-to-back turnpike troubadours as we uh, wrap up our Wednesday edition. We are over the hump. You will be too soon. Good to see Mark Henry. Good to see Nick Shuley. Good to talk uh, Lakers Nuggets. Good to talk Victor Wenbanyama. And he's going to San Antonio. We also told you how close it was. It was a one-digit-on-one ping-pong ball that separated Victor from being the Rockets draft pick or the Spurs and it ended up in San Antonio. That will forever be a storyline because they're going to play a lot head to head with uh, oh, those yeah. two franchises and it, you know those two franchises certainly had a lot of uh, you know conversation around drafting you know big guys uh, the rockets did it with Ralph Sampson and Akeem Olajuwon back in the day Spurs did it with David Robinson and uh, obviously Tim Duncan and now it's the Spurs that get to take the big 19-year-old f- French prodigy as they're calling him now that's been a big topic tonight it's Miami and Boston in game number 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals uh, Ty, the Heat are a eight-point dog on the road in Boston. So Boston minus eight. Can a buck can uh, can can Miami steal game one, and then for you, Ty, can Boston cover game one? Who's the big dude for for um, uh, Miami? Bam Adebayo. That it'll be. This is the game that he if if he can play well. I mean, he, they need to come out of the gates real quick with him. I mean, he needs to. I mean, he does a great job rebounding, shot blocker. And also, can he score? Is he going to be a, a guy that can score? I mean, he's kind of like Jokic, where you'll see him bring the ball up the court sometimes. I mean, he has a good enough handle and he's athletic he's enough a good player. To, to you know run the offense in some situations. But I think Al Horford is definitely the toughest test defensively that he's faced because of his length. Yeah, yeah. No, Al, well, Horford, Al Horford, he's thirty six years old, but he can right. defend. He can still defend, and uh, obviously, Jimmy Butler, the biggest factor. 
Uh, and then just that culture, right? I mean, Kyle Lowry uh, won, a, won a championship in Toronto, so he's got a pedigree. He brings that toughness, and he brings that big game experience. He won't, you know, he and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo—they're not going to be intimidated by Boston and the no, Boston no. crowd. Well, that group won't be intimidated by anybody. That they and obviously, play. the Heat have already gone through Milwaukee. They went through the Knicks, and I don't want to see relatively easily, but they—I mean—they went through the the Bucks in five games or six games. I mean, uh, the, I mean, that was the eight seed against the one. And they went through the Knicks. I mean, this uh, this Miami run has been really impressive. Meanwhile, I think the even Celtics fans would tell you that their run through the playoffs has been kind of helter skelter, right? And they they were clearly you know leap, leap years ahead of Atlanta. You know, they lost a couple of games, and uh, that series had yeah, to go longer star has than to it play needed. like a star. And then obviously we know that the uh, the Philadelphia series got to the edge of elimination. I mean, they were down three games to two and down two points with six minutes to play. That's when Jason Tatum in game six went crazy, hit all the threes, and then carried that over into a 51-point game seven performance that has them where they are. Celtics so, have to get – they have to – their little their guard, is it White? The, uh, Derek, the, White. Derek, Derek White. Derek White, former Spur. The black Quaker with the little Quaker Oh, oh man. Yeah, he has to play. That guy has to play. What are we talking about? Well, I mean, they, that's what the Celtics, their roster all has to come, right? Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Smart thinks he's an offensive gal all of a sudden, taking a lot he's of threes. Always, he, that's, what, that's the defensive game plan here is force Marcus Smart to think he is, like, take the shots. Yeah, he, they hit him the last. The, the, yeah, the, sometimes he might. Yeah. But, I mean, you have a way better shot with him shooting the ball sure. than you do with Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. You do. What's your call, Ty? Are you taking the eight or are you laying taking the eight? eight? Taking the eight. I think if Miami – when, I, if they're going to win one of these first two games, it's tonight. Okay. I think we could get an FU game from Jimmy Butler, go off for like 45. That's what he did to Milwaukee. Uh, he almost single-handedly beat the number one seed, and he's got that in him. Uh, so looking forward to checking that out tonight. Also, as we said, the, uh, the can the scoreless inning streaks of one uh, Nathan Evaldi continue? He's got a 28 and two-thirds game, you know, inning scoreless streak. That's my pick te- of the day. Really? Rangers money line, plus 140. Against the Bravos. The Bravos. Steve, was it Steven Strider? Is that his first name? Uh, no, uh, no. Gosh, I wouldn't bet against Strider. That's who's pitching for the for the yeah, Braves. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Strider Spencer is his name, Strider. dude. That dude is wicked. That I mean, for a little guy and a, and a, with the porn mustache, that dude is a beast. Uh, Spencer Strider. That guy's awesome. Uh, that's going to be one hell of a pitching matchup. That is tonight's seven oh five. Only six foot tall, but man, he brings the heat. Maybe and, take the under. And yeah, there you uh, go. Evaldi has been to say lights out over his last three starts for the Rangers would be an understatement. He's not allowed to run uh, in those twenty-eight and two-thirds innings, nearly twenty-nine innings now. And uh, Strider, that's a really good pitching matchup. Seven oh five tonight. Cubs and Astros tonight as well. Smiley and uh, young JP France, uh, the youngster who came up from AAA. Speaking of mustaches. And got a big win in their road trip. Uh, J.P. France will start for Houston tonight. They're looking to sweep that series. They've won 6-7. Rangers Braves, same records, 26-16. and 16. Plus, Buck, get there and make your PGA Championship picks. Are you, are you still sticking with John Rom for the sticking winner? Sticking with Romney, yes. The Rominator going back-to-back in major I like, championships? I'd like to pick Shepard, but his putting is just off. You remember last, uh, as we mentioned, when we get in here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. and it's 7 a.m. in Rochester, New York, and they're teeing off, it's going to be near freezing. <laughs> it's going to be like 34, 35 degrees when they tee that thing off tomorrow morning. In it's the middle of, past the middle of May. Come on, man. Better wear your mittens. Oh, man. We know what it's going Phil to be. Phil will be there. Phil Mickelson. We know, well, he won this thing a couple years ago. Down at, Brooks uh, A. Down at the beach, Kiowa Island. Yeah, Brooks Kepka. He's playing with Scheffler tomorrow, I believe. I believe he is in the, in the group. 
uh, tomorrow. Buck, have a good Wednesday. You too, guys. Ty, great stuff. Uh, everybody, appreciate you. Everything podcast, including our conversation with Mark Henry and Nick Shuley and the rest at hornfm.com. Light the tower next.